Hey, 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 and welcome back everybody to Intentionally Hoping. I hope you are all doing well and looking forward to this new series, It's Okay. I would like to say a big thank you to everyone who has supported this podcast so far. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen, rating and sharing. And if this is your first time, welcome. I'm so happy you've joined me today. Please take the time to listen to the previous episodes. Please take the time also to follow me on Instagram and check out my post each and every Monday called Intentional Mindset Monday and the word of the day posted every Thursday. Disclaimer, I am not a counsellor yet. If any topic covered in this podcast affects you, please speak to a professional to support you in your healing journey. Personal disclaimer, this podcast is not about being perfect. I am not a perfect person. The lessons I would like to share are from my imperfect journey of events that have shaped my life in diverse ways. These experiences and events have taught me how to evolve, overcome, press through, respect the process of healing, being renewed in body and mind. This podcast is to hopefully encourage you to start your own journey. I really hope that you do enjoy this podcast, the authenticity, the vulnerability of me expressing how I am growing with intention every day. This is a series of three episodes of discovering how to understand our emotions to be able to proactively make a change. Each episode contains the topic, a nugget from the book of the month, the song of the week and a quote or scripture. So here's the headings we'll be covering. It's okay not to be okay. Upping my feelings. Why me? So this episode, guys, is called Up In My Feelings. And I'm sure we've all have experienced being up in our feelings. Where the world and everyone in it seems to be against you. No matter what you're trying to achieve, you keep making stumbling blocks. You're getting upset and triggered easily. You're walking on eggshells trying to keep a handle on every emotion that could surface within you. You feel like a failure, worthless, filled with regrets and disappointment. Every time you make a step, you're taking 10 steps back. Ah! As we touched on the last episode regarding being self-aware, studying yourself is so important. But even more important is to understand the feelings and emotion that you are displaying. Sometimes you don't even recognize a feeling because you have carried it around for so long. We just think it's a part of me. But is it? Remember, feelings are both emotional experiences and physical sensations such as hunger or pain brings about a feeling. Depending on what has happened to you, we can feel a host of different feelings. For example, if you experienced a job loss, you can experience loss, anger, humiliation, shame, anxiety, fear, disappointment, worry, loss of control, unsafe vulnerable, purposeless. All of these feelings can be heavy and left to fester can lead to depression or other related elements. Another example is if you're looking for a job, you can feel excited, hopeful, nervous, competent, productive, positive, 
in control, challenged. These words ignite a positive outlook and can motivate us for a while. But when the positivity starts to decrease because you're not getting as many interviews as you hoped, or the bills are starting to pile up because you're out of work longer than you thought, positive feelings can easily change into negative ones. Daily, we are all experiencing feelings and emotions from everyday stresses, like you're running late for work or an appointment, or when you're behind on a task. Then there is traumatic stress, which exceeds our capacity to cope. Trauma is an overwhelming event that disrupts our sense of self and self-regulation of our feelings and emotions, which can affect our views of ourselves, relationships, work, and even our relationship with God. We could be avoiding the signs of how we are feeling. How we are feeling in the moment is a great indicator for us to check in with our own feelings and ask ourselves, why am I feeling this way? Feelings come in different strengths, strong, mild and weak. Here are some examples. Happiness, a strong, excited, elated, overjoyed a mild, cheerful, up, good, weak, glad, content, satisfied, sadness, strong feeling, hopeful, sorrowful, grief-stricken, mild, upset, distressed, down, weak, feeling sorry, lost, bad, anger, strong feeling, furious, seething, enraged, mild, annoyed, frustrated, agitated, weak, uptight, dismayed, put out, confusion, strong feeling, bewildered, trapped, troubled, mild, disorganised, mixed up, foggy, weak, bothered, uncomfortable, undecided. Being able to describe how we are feeling really helps us to regulate ourselves better, empowering us to distinguish the reasons why and giving us more options to disperse the feelings and thoughts as we process them. At times for sure, I have ignored my own feelings, seeing them as me being weak. I felt I needed to be in control and to be perceived as being in control to those around me. I wouldn't always share how I was feeling because I would tell myself, I can do this by myself. I don't need anyone. Or simply because I didn't want to go there. It would just hurt too much. Being a black woman, culturally observing our families and communities, I noticed that we've built up ways not to express our feelings, which in turn has been passed down with stereotyped behaviours, such as men don't cry or don't talk about their feelings as it's perceived as weak. And it's more acceptable for them to express anger verbally, aggressively and physically. Women are known to cry and be emotional. And black women are known to be hard and put up with more than other demographics. But more recently, I feel the stigma of expressing feelings and emotions are becoming more acceptable. But there's still more to do to encourage people to know it's okay, it's safe and without judgment. Understanding how to identify the emotions we are feeling is very important to help us not to suppress our feelings and emotions as it's not healthy for our minds or our bodies. 
suppressed emotions are simply emotions we choose not to acknowledge, failing to act on them or express them. One fact we need to be aware of is that emotions can never really be suppressed. They must leak out in one way or the other. It makes no sense trying to suppress them. Emotions can disappear if problems are worked through. Suppressed emotions are nothing but carrying extra energy that is not dissipated. All things have a natural tendency to become stable by releasing energy and we are no different. Suppressed emotions must leak out. For example, here's an employer who is shouted out by his boss for a petty reason. This obviously makes him angry, but it doesn't redirect his anger back to his boss for the fear of losing his job or not remaining in the good books of his boss. How does he get rid of his feelings of anger? He takes it out on others around him, those who are most probably unable to react. This is called displacement. He displaces his emotions onto others as he could not redirect the true source of his anger, which is his boss. There is a possibility that he may not release all his anger at work, so he carries it home and takes it out on others at home. This is why when something happens to us that affects us negatively, these emotions are stored up within us. You may not always be able to express them correctly at the time due to shame, guilt, pressure of others or not having the vocabulary to express them or others not believing in us or dismissing our truth. This painful experience leads to suppressing. Consequences of suppressing emotions. We really need to be mindful when emotions need to be expressed as most of the time we can dump them elsewhere on innocent people. If we keep on suppressing our negative emotions, they get buried in our subconscious, the part of the mind which is not really fully aware but influences our actions. This often results in mood swings, unexplained sadness and mild depression. When we face a future problem, we will not just feel bad because of the problem at hand, but also because the suppressed emotions we're holding on to Therefore, the intensity of our bad emotions will be more than in others who face similar problems. Suppressed emotions that are bottled up intensify over time and express themselves as anger or aggressive outbursts. Suppressed emotions can also leak out in the form of dreams or nightmares. If you're trying to hide an emotion in our waking life, it may get expressed in our dreams. If we continue to leave these emotions unexpressed, we may even get reoccurring dreams about it. Suppressing negative emotions may lead us to depression, low self-esteem and even physical illnesses in extreme cases. Suppressing emotions is a risk factor to premature death, including death by cancer. Research has shown that many illnesses have reasons that are direct or indirectly related to stress. Stress is either psychological, biological or physiological. Organisms respond to a stressor such as an environment condition. Stress in the body's method of reacting to a condition such as a threat, challenge or physical or psychological barrier. There are two hormones that individuals produce during a stressful situation. These are well known as adrenaline and cortisol. 
suppressing emotions effective way to express chronic stress because it's mentally demanding and exhausting emotional numbness a consequence of emotional suppression sometimes we're not able to consciously suppress our emotions because of the regularity which they occur we get so used to their presence that we no longer detect them this is called emotional numbness even though you're no longer aware of the emotions you've become numb to whenever something bad happens in the future they resurface increasing the intensity of bad emotions expressing emotions is important Emotions should never be suppressed but acknowledged and dealt with by doing something about them. Exploring the source of the emotion. If that's not possible, then expressing our emotions in a healthy way is good. We can do both in order, but try to avoid suppressing emotions as much as possible. With any new journey we take part in in life, we will always find some stages difficult to navigate or comprehend. It can be scary and make us feel vulnerable to think about having to face the pain of our hurts of our past and present. Finding new ways to express and understand our feelings and emotions is a process. I spoke to you in the second episode, I believe, how there was a season in my life where I was overwhelmed by a flood of emotions and feelings. The initial avoidance of my feelings was so easy and I was accustomed to hiding my feelings by showing a happy face or pushing through the day as if nothing was wrong. There came a point where the feelings and the emotions were hard to ignore. I became very irritable, tired mentally and physically. I was wanting to sleep the day away and I had no motivation. Coming to the revelation that it's okay not to be okay, now I was in the best place to serve myself better. As nobody was going to drag me this season to the other side, I had to do the work prayerfully, surrendered, desperate and hopeful. Being so low, there was nowhere else to go but up. Even in these times, it was hard to pray. It was hard to speak to God knowing that some of the reasons I was in this season was because of my own wrong choices and feelings I could not go to him was a lie. It was condemnation talking. At times, the negative conversations we can have in our heads can cause us to feel overwhelmed. The constant bombardment of negative thoughts can cause us to be doubtful, confused, heavy. Our bodies can also react by having headaches, tiredness, feeling unwell and weak. Being truthful to where you are is not always easy, especially when you are in a numbing state. Being awake aware and seeking out ways to surface from denial and hiding is the key to start change. In any case, when we use denial to defend ourselves, cope with what we feel, we contradict the reality of a situation or attempt to adjust to the circumstance by neglecting its impact. Denial usually refers to someone who fails to recognise the significance or consequences of certain behaviours. Becoming aware to my truth assisted me to understand what I needed to do to enable me to move from coping to healing. The fear of having to do the work through the emotions and feelings can seem overwhelming. The unknown can be scary. The impact 
of my voice not being heard or understood over the years caused me to protect myself and hide. I chose not to express my feelings. In a sense, I played dead and I felt defeated. Some of us are no longer in connection with how we feel or where our emotions are at. We are disengaged, exhausted, and in these moments we've been exposed to long-term events that have formed patterns or behaviours, habits and addictions. Steps to change. Problem-based versus emotion-based. There are five main types of coping skills. Problem-focused coping, emotion-focused coping, religious coping, meaning-making and social support. Two of the main types of coping skills are problem-based coping and emotion-based coping. Understanding how they differ can help you determine the best coping strategy for you. Problem-based coping is helpful when you need to change your situation, perhaps by removing a stressful thing from your life. For example, if you're in an unhealthy relationship, your anxiety and sadness might be best resolved by ending the relationship as opposed to soothing your emotions. Emotion-based coping is helpful when you need to take care of yourself when you either don't want to change your situation or when circumstances are out of your control. For example, if you are grieving the loss of a loved one, it is important to take care of your feelings in a healthy way since you cannot change the circumstance. Problem-based coping skills focus on changing the situation. Emotional-based coping skills are centred on changing how you feel. Knowing which approach is the right for a specific situation can help you deal with stress more effectively. How can we improve our emotional intelligence? Observing our emotional reactions throughout the day. Take a journal and write it down. What feelings are you expressing or experiencing from day to day? Take the time to acknowledge how these make you feel and the essential emotion that you're feeling. Pay attention to your body. Instead of ignoring physical manifestations of your emotions, start to listen to them. They are great indicators. Your mind and your bodies are separate entities, but they work very closely together. And they can raise your emotional intelligence by learning to interpret the signals your body uses to tell you about your emotions. Don't judge your emotions. All our emotions are valid, even the negative ones. If we judge our emotions, we'll inhabit the ability to feel things fully. That will make it harder for us to take advantage of our emotions in a positive way. All of our emotions are a new piece of useful information. Without it, we have no way to react well. Being open goes hand in hand with emotional intelligence. A close mind tends to be an indicator of low emotional intelligence. When your mind is open through internal understanding and reflections, it's easy to face these conflicts in a calm and confident. Observing the effect we have on other people. When we raise our emotional intelligence and understanding to other people's emotions, 
that's half the battle. We also have to understand the effect we have on other people. So how are you reacting that is causing stress or anxiety in somebody else or are they uncomfortable around you? Lowering stress levels by rising your emotional intelligence. Stress is a broad term that refers to the anxiety we feel due to the wide variety of emotions. Stress triggers a huge amount of things which can turn a mundane problem into a big problem. If we are really stressed, it would be hard for us to behave the way we want to. Empathy. Being a more active listener and paying attention to what other people say will help us understand feelings. When we are able to use that information to make decisions and improve our relationships, our emotional intelligence is healthier. Emotional intelligence means more than just controlling feelings and working through emotions. It implies the ability to self-control. I really do hope that you really got something from this information. It's really important even for me because every day we are learning more and more about ourselves and if we're silent enough, if we're observant enough, if we are intentional about improving our self-awareness we don't just help ourselves but we help those in our circle we help those in who we interact with every day because we understand there's a language sometimes unspoken within our emotions and once we get to learn how it speaks to us and understand why it's speaking to us in this certain language, we can become more confident to compensate with it and calm it and work through it and come out of those dark and troubled and sad and lonely times a lot quicker because we can start to feel it you know there's times when I can feel I'm being starting to get irritated irritated by something and if I just take a second and pause and just breathe recenter myself and as I'm doing that think why am I feeling that what do I gain from feeling the way I'm feeling how does it serve me is it in a good or a positive is it in a good or a negative way but getting to recognize the the little indicators of our well-being is going to take practice that's why it's really advisable to take a journal write things down spend moments of time just working within yourself like 5 minutes a day find out what it's like to just be silent not to say anything try not to fidget try not to get distracted but just be silent and when you come out of that silence write down how you were feeling what you thought of and if you did that for five minutes every day and if you could extend it you'll see you're learning more about yourself. So this is all about a journey, people. As I said, there is no 
such a thing as perfection on this earth. We are all broken people. And we're all trying to hopefully get to a place of healing and restoration. And hopefully, you know, we're the majority of people who are asking God and the Holy Spirit for this help. Because they are the ones who can really help us. You know, God is our creator. He knows us. Um, so well there's nothing hidden from him even though we may be hiding things from other people he sees everything he hears everything so a beautiful scripture um that comes to mind is cast all your cares so in first peter 5 verses 6 and 7 so humble yourselves under the mighty power of god and at the right time he will lift you up in honor give Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares for you. That is a really beautiful scripture. Because God does definitely care for you. And he knows, I think, a lot of people think that when they give their life to the Lord, all will be protected by, will be protected from all um, hurts, pains, death, grief, sorrow, disappointment. But that's not what the word says. Nowhere in the Bible says that. He said that he will. He's there for you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is God. He is going to protect you. He is going to lead you and direct you. He's going to be the source of help that you need. But he didn't say that there's going to be forever good times for you. It's only when we get to heaven. Heaven on earth that we will experience all of that no more tears no more grief no more pain no more sorrow but until that day comes we are still going to be experiencing things on earth that others who are even not christians experience and that's just how it is but the difference is that we know we've got god um with us and he's comforting us and helping us through the seasons that we find ourselves in um thessalonians 5 and 8 to 11 but let us who live in the light be clear-headed protected by the armor of faith and love and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation for god chose to save us through our lord jesus christ not to pour out his anger on us christ died for us that whether we are dead or alive when he returns we can live with him forever So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. We are supposed to be, have a clear head, people. Um, Put on that helmet of salvation. Ask God to protect your thoughts, to protect your thought patterns, your thinking patterns, your actions, your words, um, what you're doing, your habits, all the things that you're concerned about. Take it to him and He's going to give you the protection that you need. He's going to give you the armor that you need to to fight the battle. Because he said he will not pour on more than you than you can bear. Um, I've definitely had to experience that. Um, learning to trust God in the things that I found as comforting to enable me to keep self-numbing myself and just learning to trust Him that. He will do what he needs to do to get me through. So keep trusting in him. Keep believing in him. 
um, God's got you and it doesn't always look like it all the time but he is there and when we come out the other end you will definitely see the pathway that he has pathed out for you so that's the scripture let's get into the book of the week we are still um, looking at the book of the month which is um, Oprah Winfrey and Dr Perry um, we're on page 47 and it is seeking balance and um, that's the next chap the second chapter in the book and it starts off by talking about how Oprah Winfrey had um, something happening with her heart and um, how she realized that how we feel our emotions and everything like that are connected to the way our the beat of our heart goes and everything like that so everything is connected within our body and our mind so when you're not feeling well your body can definitely react and then we're just going to get into a bit where um dr perry um and oprah winfrey just having this conversation about how the body and the mind work so dr perry says rhythm is essential to a healthy body and a healthy mind Every person in the world can probably think of a rhythm that makes them feel better. Walking, swimming, music, dance, sounds of the waves breaking on the beach. Oprah. It's why we rock babies when they cry. We're trying to help them find their own rhythm to help them calm down. Dr. Perry. Exactly. And that will help us calm down. The emotion of people around us are contagious. When a baby is upset... It can make us upset. So we can go to the baby and hold her and walk with her. We start a rhythm that is soothing to us. And if that doesn't work, we slowly shift to a pattern that is regulating for the baby. The baby responds to our efforts, shapes and style of rhythm, soothing as we go. As we grow, we find our own set of regulating rhythms and activities. For some of us, it's walking. For others, it's doing needlework or riding a bike. Everyone has their own go-to options when they feel out of sync, anxious or frustrated. The common element is rhythm. Rhythm is regulating. Oprah. People use the word wellness to mean overall health or balance among mind, body and spirit. But you talk about regulation Help me understand, what do you mean by that? Dr. Perry. Regulation is also about being in balance. We have many different systems that are continuously monitoring our body and the outside world to make sure we're safe and in balance. We have enough food, water, oxygen when we're regulated. These systems have what we need. Stress is what occurs when a demand or challenge takes us out of balance, away from our regulated set points. When we get out of balance, we become dysregulated and feel discomfort and distressed. When we get back into balance, we feel better, relief of distress. Getting back into balance activates the reward networks in the brain. We feel pleasure. We get back into balance from cold to warm thirsty to quenched, hungry to satisfied. Oprah. 
And regulation is more than a biological concept. In all areas of our lives, we are seeking what we need to be stabilised, balanced and regulated. Dr. Perry. Dr. Perry. Yes, balance is the core of health. We feel and function best when our body systems are in balance. And when we are in balance with friends, family and community and nature. That is just so on point to where we are. Um, it's really good to hear Dr. Perry and Oprah Winfrey just talk about that. I still recommend you get in this book, What Happened to Me, sorry, What Happened to You, and read that book. It is a fantastic book. And it just shows us we all need our rhythm of life. We all need to be in balance. And this is what the journey is for me. And I hope it's the journey for you to rediscover what your balance is. What is your rhythm? What's going to make you dance and sing? What's going to make you happy, feel realigned, not just with yourself, but with your family, your community and with the nature around us? So, you know, this is no matter where you're starting, no matter who you are or what you've been through. We're all on this journey together. So as I've said please contact me, let me know, you know, how you're feeling, um, on your own journey. Tell me what you've been experiencing. Tell me, you know, if this is helping, um, with your journey, I'd really like some feedback. So please, um, get in contact with me So now guys. And this is the last segment. It is the song of the week. And I really like this month. I thought we'll come off with something really um, quite nice. Um, Kurt Franklin and I smile. And he says, today is a new day and there is no sunshine, nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart. And it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day. Where are my blue skies? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? You tell me it's all right. I'll be honest with you. I almost gave up but a power that I can't explain fell from heaven like a shower when I think how much better I am going to be when this is over. I smile. Even though it hurts, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, what do you do? I smile. Smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. God's people, you look so much better when you smile. So smile. Now every day ain't gonna be perfect, but still don't mean today don't have purpose. Come on. Today's a new day, but there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart and it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day. Tell me where are my blue skies? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? You tell me it's all right. I almost gave up. But a power that I can't explain, Holy Ghost power, fell from heaven like a shower. I smile. Even though I hurt, I still smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I still smile. Hallelujah. Yes, that is such a good song. And me Reading the words don't do the song any justice, um, <laughs> but it's in the descriptions all 
the content is in the descriptions. Um, so please go and have a look at that and listen and read. And um, it's been a really nice time with you all. Um, I really do appreciate everybody listening. And um, as I said before, please leave me some feedback. Come on, email me. I want to hear the. I want to read the he- email. Send me a voice note on IG. Um, so yeah, this is. We are almost at the end of this season, guys. Um, we're coming up to episode ten, and the season will be done after not this week, next week's episode. So it's been a journey for me, as you know. This is my first podcast. And I would really like to know how this has been going. Um, Please let me know. This is the third time I've asked you guys. (laughs) But seriously, um, I really do appreciate you um, sharing. Share as well to your friends, your family, your work colleagues. Share it. Let people hear um, so that I can get um, more people to hear the podcast and... um, you know it'll be great to hear from you all and for you guys to share i'd really appreciate that honestly so as i said everything's in the description i've really enjoyed this one um every week it just it what it's it's helping me and it's i hope it's helping you so who am i i am genevieve who is intentionally doing the work to know herself and hoping to see and love the newly discovered genevieve what I learnt, what I'm unlearning, how I am disciplining myself, what I accept and what I choose to reject. Thank you for listening to the end. I really value your time. I am intentionally hoping you will join me again, not this week, Tuesday, but the week after. Until then, please listen to this again, write down some notes, um, ask yourself some questions and send me some questions also. And please, leave your comments and questions on my instagram you can dm me at at intentionally underscore hoping or email me at intentionally hoping at gmail.com please rate follow share and comment and i'll see you in two weeks guys bye